This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, go. Hello, you are listening to the Tuesday Club. I'm Alan Davis. This is the Arsenal Podcast. I've got Ian Stone with me this afternoon. How are you, Ian? Top of the morning, Al. How are you? I'm very well. <laughs> you wanted upbeat. You, you wanted upbeat, upbeat, didn't you? Okay. Upbeat. <laughs> There's upbeat for you. That's upbeat. all I'm doing, though. That's well, it. good. That's it. It's the extent of the upbeatness. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, Keith Dover is with me this afternoon. Hello, Keith has Alan. been supporting Arsenal since 1887. That's absolutely correct. And I'm actually responsible <laughs> for our Arsenal Football Club, indirectly being formed. Uh, I was a shop steward at the gun factory at the time, and I demanded the right for our workers to have a cool, long shag of tobacco in the <laughs> afternoon. Well, they said, you do realise we're sitting on 45 tonnes of uh, TNT. So they said, how about we give you a works football team and five minutes on the tea break? I said, fair enough. Right, so why did it take you another year before you started supporting them? I don't know. <laughs> mystery, Alan. Job stewarding duties. <laughs> yeah, just took busy, over. you know, workers' rights. It took me time up, you know, late night <clears throat> meetings. So mm. many holes in all these tales you tell. So I've yeah, started, that's what I've Martin Tyler said to me. Yeah. How are the workers? How are the workers that you chose for the football team? Were a lot of them very young? Oh, very and young. And on massive yeah. fat contracts uh, they couldn't get out. And small as well. <laughs> small, that's right, munitions workers. A lot of them were the Scottish, weren't they? The original ones. Yes. Yeah, really? Scottish. I didn't know well, they looked I think Scottish. so. They look Were mean, any of them yeah. French? People used to talk about it being a nightmare away game because you had to if because most of the clubs are in the north, so you had to get a train to London and then you had to go across London, probably in a horse and cart. Oh, yeah, and oh. then you had to get another train to Woolwich. By which time you'd been travelling for about nine hours, and then you got there. It was a load of blokes who worked in a gun factory with, yeah. with guns. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tough away trip. <laughs> that was the mill wall of its day, wasn't it? Really. <laughs> so yeah, it was awful. Yeah, yeah. awful. Not now, of course. The Woolwich uh, Armaments Factory has been converted what? into a nice flats. It's awful. Also, not not with a awful. Thames view, Thames uh, Thames Barrier view. I think something. Lovely. <laughs> what a lovely view, and the Thames Mead Estate across the way. Yeah, and obviously now it's lovely to come to the Emirates, isn't it? Because you're guaranteed at least a point. <laughs> yeah, basically. you can guarantee the point. <laughs> At and, least. Uh, yeah, and it's not remotely intimidating. No. None of them work in a gun factory or indeed will be admitted into <laughs> any kind of armaments factory. <laughs> don't worry about the fans, they'll be booing their own team. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly don't want a 
any working class fans, do we? No. Working class fan? No, 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 no. What, them filth, that scum vermin. Get them out of the club. It's all in the place. They can't afford it anyway. They anymore. can't price them out. <laughs> silly, stupid price people. Them out. We want, yeah, silly, stupid people. That's exactly, that is the uh, the Toff's euphemism for the working class. Silly, stupid As people. As used by Peter Hillwood only this week. And, and it's that... enraged some uh, an element of the Arsenal support mm. by calling them both silly and stupid. Really? Yeah. When did he do that? I did it the other day, didn't he? Said they were, said there was going to be a uh, protest march. And he said... And he said that's silly and stupid. But he's the same bloke who said, we don't want his sort round here. Yeah, and now and he then, owns the club. And he owns the club. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we're not going to take too much stop from what he says. So if the black scarf movement keep going, give it a couple of years, we'll be on the board. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you, Peter Hillwood's never um, protested about anything, has he? Except fox hunting band? I wrote like to his dad once... No. I seriously did. Dennis Hillwood. Dennis Hillwood. When? How old were you? Was this um, some sort of Jim Hall fix it? No, it wasn't Jim Hall fix it. I want to play for the team. <laughs> yeah. Dear Dennis. Now Brady's <laughs> left. Can I I don't rate Steve Gatting. Can I play centre mid? I can no. get up and down. <laughs> Go on. No, I wrote to him. Because it's a similar thing actually, because uh, after there was a time when um Don Howe was Don Howe mm. walked out, didn't he? Because they tapped up Terry Venable. Yeah, remember right. that. Yeah, yeah. And he and he resigned as a point of principle. Right. And uh, Terry Venables also said no at the same time. So that didn't go too well. Mm. Uh, then they tried to get. Um, we were the West Ham of our day, Alex Ferguson, and he said <laughs> yeah. no as well. So yeah. it wasn't well, going very well. He tried. He was going to be manager, but he was doing Scotland at the time, wasn't he? And they. And he they, came to London and he didn't like it. He didn't like Londoners. He didn't like the place. <laughs> he didn't like the board, and uh, he didn't want to. Didn't want the job. So that went well. But anyway. He, uh, there were fans protesting outside the ground, and I remember being on Avenal Road. People liked Don Howe, right? I thought we'd been treated badly. Yeah. And uh, I remember being on Avenal Road, and people were leaning out. The players were leaning out the changing room windows. You know, they're on the yeah, sort of yeah, first floor because yeah. uh, although they, cause you had to go up into the marble mm. hall, and that was the level, so they were sort of quite high up from the street. Where Ian Wright abused us after the Blackburn game. Uh, yeah, from one of those windows. Yes, yeah. from one of those windows. But he wasn't there at the time. No, right. He was. I don't know what he was doing. He was thieving in South London. Yeah. Nick in the North Bank, <laughs> Crystal Palace. And, Pete, and they were players encouraging the fans because they liked Don Howe as well. Mm. And uh, and the, the chairman said, "Oh, these protests. A few goals, they'll soon go away." And I wrote him a letter. I was quite annoyed. Said, "I don't think you should talk like that about the fans. Fans, it's not, we're not that stupid. There's not a question of a few goals will go away. We think Don Howe's a decent man's been treated badly." And to his credit, he did write back, handwritten Never note, bother me again. And said, "I know where you live. Yeah, <laughs> I know people. I know where you live uh, because you, you put your address on next the year. You better change your name, Shut my friend. Up. Dance, monkey boy. <laughs> right? Did he write back to you? Yeah, he did. What did he say? He said, uh, he, sort of, uh, he said, yeah, fair point. No, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be disrespectful. A little bit contrite. Yeah, a bit contrite. Yeah. Now, if you'd done that now, you would get a couple of geezers come round your house and give you a good kicking and take the based, season. Based on what? Because the, the club's turning into what, some fascist, what? small fascist state. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? They are. The stewards. There was more stewards. You, hey, you were the one waving a black flag about it. Silent Chris could vouch for this. The stewards down there, and anyone stands up, they get slung out and never seen again since some gulag. <laughs> Haringey somewhere. 
Woolwich. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the original ground. The point is, they're all Nazis. The board have totally distanced themselves from the, the fans. And I tell you what, when they only got 30,000 in there for the Europa Cup, Grazidis will be crawling to get us back in there again. They'll I'll be tell, begging on their knees. I'll tell you what, they probably haven't got enough distance from you the way you were oh, behaving on Sunday. He was having a right go on Sunday. Absolute wasn't scum. You moved away. You moved away. Move away. I went to the toilet. Oh, right. Okay. We've both been in the pub before the game. This is what happens if you take Keith to the now. pub before the game. Yeah. Give him two pints and put him on a march. He turns into a raving animal. He just turned on the directors at half time. He oh. was living. Well, rightly so. Oh, they're responsible. Because you look up and there they are, smiling and laughing. Smiling! How can you oh, smile? That's the smiling that gets it. Does. Just look at him. Just if one of them smiles. Oh, just look miserable as me. And I could go <laughs> no one could look as miserable as you, Keith. That's why the Politburo and the former Soviet Union always looked <laughs> so grim. Because exactly. if, if the oppressed masses, <laughs> those of them that were still alive, had seen them smiling, yeah, that they it. would have overthrown yeah, That would have been it. Because that was, they uh, looked grim-faced, yeah. they never bothered. Gorbachev's mistake in 1989. It's interesting because we saw followed the march and uh, I mean, you we were on st- the march we was on the march we went down to the march well, as, as observers yeah, I should clarify for those who know what, what we're talking about uh, there's a, a group of fans who call themselves uh, the BSM mm. this is uh, the Black Scarf movement British School of Motoring it's not the British School of Motoring <laughs> no okay <laughs> it drove down there it's not the British School of Motoring <laughs> but probably some of them <laughs> are driving instructors <laughs> you know <laughs> you got it down okay <laughs> friend of yeah. obvious gag it's not the British School of Motoring <laughs> Nip that in the bud. Uh, yeah. It's highly separate organisation. Uh, they wear black and they wear black scarves because uh, they feel this is the last remaining colour that has not been exploited by Nike in an attempt to fleece the new generation of Arsenal fans who are now required to buy a new shirt each every week. Is it? They bring out a new oh. one. <laughs> you, Next season they've got laurel leaves around the badge, yeah, which with is the, a di- in, what is that? copy with of the, mo- um, with the motto is forward, which we should have in Latin, you know, which would be just fecking it, it or forward two steps back in Latin not, would be uh, more appropriate. The Nielsen shirt has got sideways on it. Sideways, <laughs> specially modified. He's asked for that. Don't buy it. Um, so, right. so that's why they wear black, and they were they they carried a banner saying, "Let's kick greed out of football." And uh, do you know what? And they uh, hung that up over the top of the armory. Mm. And I don't know how I many. There's a few hundred people. Mm. I thought we I'd would say a couple. We would miss the start because we were in the pub drinking Guinness and watching Chelsea draw Newcastle. And we went outside. So let's go and look at this. We were in the Bank of Friendship. Oh, so you weren't Road. planning on going to the? No, march. we went down to basically as observers mm. <laughs> for the show. Observers, <laughs> like, like the UN. What you got here? This mm. what this is is reportage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's like we, from our own correspondent. And they were all outside. The there's, a, there's the Gunners Pub on Blackstone Road, and yeah. opposite that, there's a bar called the Cannons, right? And they, so they were all on the road out there and on a pavement and, and, and mm. mainly drinking cans. Young, old, I mean, what sort of I, I would say most of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a mixture, mixture, but there was quite a lot of our age there. Yeah. Right. So the, most of the conversation in the pub was about the 80s and how marvellous it was. And mm. how cheap it was. <laughs> cheap it was, <laughs> and how much better it was, and how frustrating it is at the moment, and a lot of frustration about the transfer policy in recent years. And a general feeling that being the club with the fifth highest turnover in the world and the highest season ticket prize in the country, that ought to be reflected in the transfer spending. Highest, or, well, yeah, highest season ticket prices in the world. But I they're not. Even, I don't think there's any even, other club. But they're not allowing anything like football, direct anyway. debit. Mm. You know, these people are saying, could we have a direct debit or paying for? No direct month? debit. Yeah, can't pay. You can't pay in instalments <laughs> over no. the season. You no. have to pay all, all up front, all and that's quite a lot of money. Mm. And so, um, well, there's a gripe. 
That's justifiable. 6% no after two years. I mean, there was no price rise last year. So if it was 3% a year, would people Well, they say they the haven't ro- risen, raised the prices. Rosen. In four, <laughs> rosen the prices. <laughs> Upped um, the prices <laughs> in, in four of the last five years. Which uh, is... Uh, uh, it's sounding more and more like politicians. So, yeah. they? I mean, it's still a 6.5% price rise in the middle of a recession. And 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 people aren't seeing that money reinvested in the team, so there's a lot of anger. Well, there's also quite a lot of anger hmm. at the at the people on the. It's not really a march; they call it a walk. We're walking yeah. up to the ground. We're going to have to sing some songs and hold a banner up and announce ourselves. And if anyone wants to come and join us, or talk to us, or go to our website, hmm. there's a feeling that the club is slipping away a little bit. They, yeah. call, they call the website Where Has Our Arsenal Gone? Yeah. And there's several reasons they're given. They're all of which are quite valid. Yeah, it's very where, valid. Where yeah. you feel like the, the, the corporatisation of Arsenal has taken the club away a little bit from the fans and particularly uh, younger fans, working class fans who are priced out. And, uh, it's massively expensive to go. It's massively there. expensive mm. now, and and all of that money. In the end, if you say it's three million pound a home game is raised, it's about twenty twenty five home games a season. It's seventy million pound gate money. Five years we've been there, three hundred and fifty million pound. That's paid for the that's stadium, stadium. Actually, put them down at this point. They're taking the state. They're taking. It's a lot of money from the fans has gone towards it, as well as flats at Highbury, the old Highbury, and all the rest of it. So there's but a feeling what? that we're not getting our money's worth in terms of investment. In the team, the issue, of course, is that the, the uh, wages are so high now. So, yeah. Nielsen's on sixty grand a week. Unbelievable mm. wages are being paid. You know, and this was summed up. What well, summed this up? Right, we're following these guys. They went up, and actually, as it at the beginning, we were a bit sceptical. Let's have a look. Then we walked down towards the old Highbury and onto, onto Avonall Road, and we're walking up Avonall Road. Nice. They're singing songs about Martin Keown and Steve Bold and Rocky Rowcastle. Me and Keith are getting a bit emotional. Yeah, of course, we're Very talking about. Do you remember when we queued up here for <laughs> cup final tickets? <laughs> oh, queued right round there. Nine 1980. Yeah, I remember. Do you remember? And Keith's going, I'd queued up here with my dad for the semi-final tickets. I remember that. We're going up there. By the time we got to the top of Avenue Road, <laughs> we're going, Arsenal! 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 <laughs> we turn around the corner, and then we can hear people going, 6%, you're having a laugh. Yeah. 6%, you're having a laugh. So we're joining in by now, right? We're going, this is, yes, this is it. Yes, this is, is better it. than this is better than the Emirates. Better than the this game. is like a proper, let's just march around. I said to Keith, let's just march around. It was better than Can't we just march around? <laughs> All day, I'm loving this. I wish we had. And then we get down the bottom of the hill and then there's quite a lot of police there. A couple of big police minibuses and police horses. Yeah, transit. And they're all standing. They're not not interfering, but they're kind of... I don't know what they thought was going to happen. One couple's filming us, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of videoing. Oh, you're on film? A lot of surveillance. They'll be looking at the surveillance going, isn't that that bloke off the telly? The guy who does the videoing in the Met is always some piggy little fellow who couldn't be... would be of no use in a ride. In a fight, no. You 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 hold the camera. Perkins, you better do the camera. (laughs) And anyway, we get down the bottom there and we're now down at that mini roundabout sort of where the new houses are, close to the bridge, the Fisman Bridge. Yeah. That, yeah. Make, that makes me feel yeah. and, and there's a car up behind the behind the police minibuses. A really flash-looking car. We couldn't even find the name we of it. We couldn't work out what it was. Yeah. Right. 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 It's, it's, and I'll tell you what it was because ah. I looked it up. The badge says Lummer, right? The Lummer is a design company in Germany and you can get a Lummer package on your BMW X6. Mm. It costs a fortune. Of course. Right? And then this car now, they <laughs> it's now got 360 brake horsepower and every single bell and whistle that you can buy from the BMW complex. Driving this car mm. is Abu Dhabi. Right. 
Abu Dhabi. He's, he's on his way to the ground. He's on his way to the ground. He's got caught up in the black scarf movement. Isn't he March. a bit late or something? Isn't he a bit oh, late? He, he, been he wasn't fit, Ian. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. He was just going to watch. Oh, okay. This was about three o'clock. So then he hoots the police. Yeah. Tell him to get out of the way. The police is <laughs> gesticulating at him. A police horse trots over. I lean into the copper who's driving the van and says, you know, it's one of the players. And he goes, he's still a twat, though, isn't he? <laughs> Good judge of character. <laughs> right, he's seen him play. He's seen him play, yeah. yeah. And so then we carried on. We <coughs> carried on walking. We're up over the bridge. Quite a big crowd now. There's a few hundred people. Ooh. But you can't really tell who's actually on the walk and who's just going to the stage. It's going up the ground right? at this point, yeah. There's a lot of people about. And then they start looking up at the windows where all the club level people are. And that makes them furious. And there's some at the front who are really angry. Mm. And then the chant goes up, which is brilliant. Choke on your caviar. Choke on your caviar. Choke on your caviar. Choke on your caviar. <laughs> can you get caviar? Can you get caviar? No, no, no. I don't oh, know. I bet you can. you can. Me and Keith, we're not really joining it. They're Arsenal fans as well, aren't they, by the way? You know, we've been up in one of those boxes and they are marvellous. They're very nice. Yeah, they are. Very, very nice. <laughs> that tuna was just the, the, done the, to a tea. The food up there. <laughs> the fish cake I had. Oh, it was gorgeous. Was this world. It was tops. <laughs> and the wine was beautifully yeah, chilled. It was. And as for the young lady who served it, mm. I mean, I'd, I'd happily have her. <laughs> when I say have her, yeah. I mean, uh, in my employer's I'm disappointed that the uh, Chateau Lafitte was a 39. I was expecting Chateau a 38. But, you know, you have to suffer this, don't you? <laughs> Chateau Lafitte. I think it was. I just made that up. Didn't really? I? Yeah. Yeah, yes, I think you did. did I? No. It was Oyster Bay from 2008. <laughs> right. So choke on your caviar, and then it was sort of petered out at that point, didn't it? No, oh, it didn't no. peter out. No. no. And then you go down that slope. Don't you know that me. slope um, that goes down towards where the armory is. Mm. Yeah. If you're if you're on the podium, as twere, <laughs> we go down there. Then people start singing, "I'm Arsenal till I'm skint." I'm asking till I'm so next season. No, I am. I because you know because everyone's feeling the pinch about about these uh, ticket prices, except for the players and the management. Well, that's the thing. When you see one of the players, one of these guys in this really great club, I know he had a year out because he had a smashed ankle, but he was what he was part of that 2006 transfer window where Arsenal bought Walcott, Adibayor, and Diaby had spent quite a bit of money on them, and none of them have really delivered. In five years, mm. and it's the beginning. It was the beginning of the period where you thought Arsenal's lost his transfer mojo. Frankly, so to see Diaby <laughs> and his hundred thousand pound beamer in the middle of this march, full of blokes mainly in their forties who were hacked off because it ain't what it used to be, sort of summed it up. Because they can't and, afford the seventy-five quid extra for the ticket or whatever it is. It's it, outrageous. It's, it goes around the corner, and we all, and then we're all on the. Um, Old Denton's roundabout having a bit of a sing song. Yeah. Then they put their banner up, and then the police made them take it down. And the banner was. Let's kick greed out of football. Yeah, as we'd said. Yeah. So, so it was quite. It was quite. Eventful. And then we met that tit of a Arsenal supporter who said, "Well, if they don't like it, they can uh, don't have to come, do they? I'm a bondholder, and they don't have to come." And I just think that's the two divisions of fans. You've got the people, as you said, would sit and watch the Arsenal, a cow shed, thick and thin, and then there's this guy. No, let them eat cake. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was pretty extraordinary. He's looking down. These are obviously loyal, loyal supporters. The blokes we were talking to at the pub have been home and away since the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And go to away reserve games. I mean, we're talking... That's loyal. We're yeah. talking about not so much loyal as afflicted. Yeah, yeah. And this bloke's going, well, the only way to actually protest 
is to not come to the stadium. Mm. You slightly missed the point no. of being a fan. You're crippled with it. You have to go mm. to the stadium. Even though we're playing Aston Villa, none of us actually wanted to be there. Including the players. Including the players. Yeah. But we are a captive audience, so what do you do? We have to go. Yeah. So what do you do? I mean, 200 people went on this march. 60,000. Well, they weren't 60,000. I don't yet. know if it was 200. I think going up Avenal Road, there was more than 200. Mm. It dissipated when we got there. But, but I'm uh, saying there was no more than 1,000 Sean... at, at its height. Oh, no. There wasn't as many as that, even. Right. So Sean would certainly have come on it if he'd known about it. Mm. Um, I don't see anything wrong with a group of people expressing their views. I thought no, me neither. quite a lot of people have been slagging them off and bitching about them. And I, and I'm frankly, is it going to change anything? I don't know if it will or not. I don't know if it will or not. But there are there are a few fan groups now. These Arsenal Supporters Trust, the Independent Sports Association, mm. these people as well, who are now trying to contact the board and mm. particularly Ivan Gazidis mm. to try and have some influence on on. The club policy but, towards supporters. So if you don't say anything... The club policy towards supporters is get their money. They've got a 25,000 waiting list. Take their money and then serve up what... But, and, but, and you can but, take what you're given. But and that these, is it. But at least these people like, yeah. organise the march and some small acorns things might grow. I mean, there's so many other fan sites that just sit on there, tap, tap, tap and moan, but not actually do anything. And at least this is the start of something. So fair play. And what's Stan? Say. Does Stan express a view? Obviously not. He doesn't speak. Stan Cronky? Yeah. Does he? Uh, he leant out the window at one point <laughs> at club level. Get off my land. And he was going, in real terms, we've frozen the prices, in real terms, we've frozen the prices. And then it was quite a good banter yeah. between Cronky. He had a little yeah. band of people yeah. singing, you know. Yeah. And this more, going, 6%, you're over the laugh, in real terms, we've frozen the prices. And that was a, that was yeah. a standoff there. Yeah. Because... And it's right economically, it's a complex argument to put into song, especially when you're improvising. <laughs> yeah. Especially six percent is not even right, but six and a half doesn't really scan. Percent, I said you should round it up. Mm. You know, seven percent. Did you? Spend, did you? Um, did you, have, you should mention that in a march, really. Well, <laughs> the song was going then. You know, it's like when a song's going, you can't oh, go. Do seven. Do seven. <laughs> do seven. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Should we talk about the game? No, no, no. no, let's, no not. let's not. I just, I, I, I think everyone feels a bit aggrieved. But you know what? We're not the only football Agreed. fans of, yeah. of of clubs that feel this way about oh, the fact their teams are going away from them a little bit. I mean, we're not the only ones, are we? No. Let's face it. That's that's the the corporatisation of the Premiership. It's not just us, but we do have a new it's stadium. It's an unpleasant place to watch football, and and this might sound stupid, right? But I started to envy people who watch Championship football, frankly, because mm. uh, we're Stan fans. West Ham fans, <laughs> perhaps not West Ham fans. Nah, not yet. Some of who tried to attack their players at their annual dinner last night. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? Sm- uh, did they smash up the toilets or something? Uh, well? they, no, they kicked a vase over. No, no, no. At, at the ground, at the DW, they got to pay a £5,000 oh, fine because oh. they smashed up the toilets. Oh, did they? Yeah. Just apparently. for old time's sake. <laughs> That's been a while ago. Maybe they were just because they were so furious about that banner that got flown over the ground. Did you what, see Millwall that? Millwall legend, Avran Grant. Avran <laughs> Grant, Millwall legend. Oh, who done that? Some Millwall fan I with a plane. I Millwall supporters. Oh, thanks. A Millwall fan with oh, a plane. Brilliant. Oh, fair play. Oh, that's great. I've been more than once. I would, to do I would like also that suggest years. that that plane is either stolen or hijacked. Yeah. <laughs> hijacked a plane. Stick this banner on the back roof. You know what's good for you. Fly all the way to Wigan. Yeah. That's the point as well. I mean, that took quite a lot of organising, didn't it? That is serious. Well, we need a plane flying over Emirates with some sort of uh, message. Is, to me, that is world-class banter. Yeah, yeah it's world-class banter. There's not much you can do. Get another. Get a helicopter up. How much Andrew. is it? How much is uh, it's by the letter? <laughs> Did you mean just flow around? How much Rav Ram Grant Millwall legend? Yeah. <laughs> that was outstanding. 900 quid. Sold. Oh. Sold. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you envy people who are watching championship football because oh, yeah. they have a bit more um, connection with their team at this point. You look at the Norwich fans or the Swansea fans last night, or you know, when when Robert Pires is saying they could do with a few more English players in that Arsenal side. Then you start to think, because hmm. uh, we, we've always been saying, and Wenger says it, I don't look at the passport, I don't look at the passport. He says, you don't need a captain, I've got 11 captains. Well, the reason why he says, oh, I don't look at the passport, is because he hasn't got the transfer budget to buy good English players. Yeah. And the reason why he says, you don't need a captain, I've got 11 captains, because he hasn't got a captain yeah. in the club. Single, single well, plainly, clearly, you do need a good captain. Well, in some cases, like a Carlos Puyol, the... or a John Terry, or yeah. a Tony Adams. These people add to a team, yeah. and in no circumstances, having a captain like that, take anything away from a football club that's no. ridiculous well, well in some cases he didn't even look at the visa we didn't even Silvino and Neddy <laughs> <laughs> can you play yeah. you'll do yeah. we'll sort it out later on hang on we've got immigration at the doors <laughs> so yeah I do I'm, I'm hopeful well on the subject yeah. of signing English players we've got some absolutely nailed on quality gossip from the Bank of Friendship oh, oh you told yeah. us about, about this in the pub yeah, yeah. a bloke in the pub, pub. my favourite sort of source See, yes, guaranteed <laughs> he, he said that he'd spoken to an ex-player who lives overseas who he refused to name uh, again that, could that, that be cast a, iron source could that, <laughs> I mean, can we not guess who that is I don't know an ex-player who lives overseas oh, it could be, could anyone, be anybody couldn't it? it does Eddie McGoldrick live overseas I don't know he might yeah, know yeah court <laughs> Island man <laughs> Glenn Held has gone back to Ireland he met him on a cycling holiday through the Utrecht anyway <laughs> Jaggy Elka it's a done deal nailed on it's a done pointing yeah. say that listener yeah. <laughs> it's a done deal right? is it really so we're getting Jaggy Elka so he's going to organise us from uh, corners and set pieces next season thank God no I imagine he'll be taking the corners that's what we do <laughs> the Elka. best header of the ball yeah. yeah you take the corner and uh, we're getting Ribery Mm-hmm. From Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. but we're swapping uh, Nasri. Nasri's refusing to sign a contract, and uh, they're going to do a deal with Bayern Munich and get Ribery. I didn't believe that one. No. I don't believe it, and I'm not happy about it, even if it is true. No, I'm not I'd happy with any Nasri. of that. rather keep Nasri. He doesn't want to play for his own. Well, who says that? Well, he hasn't signed a contract. Well, it doesn't mean he won't That's sign the first a sign. Yeah, no, it doesn't mean he won't. I mean, his agent is touting him about I'm not having another Flamini with some cocky little twat does us out of a transfer fee. <laughs> Flog him. Yeah. How many years he got left? One. 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 Sell him now. Sell him. <laughs> Sell him now. Might get ribbery. Sell him. He's worth a lot of money. He's had a fantastic season. Do you know if fantastic? Arsenal he's not season. leaving for nothing at twenty-three. No chance. No, no. We'll get some money for him. But do you know if Arsenal players had go. one shred of decency, they'd all buy a season ticket each and give it to a local school and say, right, any kid that's done well this week hasn't stabbed his teacher, they can go to the game. <laughs> Only cost that's them what a, they do in cost, local schools. Cost them a grand, which is probably Bentner spends that in one afternoon on champagne and God knows what. <laughs> I thought Bentner made a bit of a difference. He actually, did. He shouldn't he have been booed on, but uh, he got booed on. Some people, well, by that time, people are angry, and he's got a bad reputation amongst mm. the fans, isn't he? It was unfortunate that he sort of came on just after they announced the attendance, and we all laughed uh, and then booed. Well, that sums it up, doesn't it? I mean, that really does sum it up. We would, we actually, those of us who go to the games, we're quite interested to know how many are in the ground, and yeah. they refuse to tell us how many are in the ground because they say if we'd say there are forty three thousand, then we get loads of people ringing up saying, oh, "I want the tickets for that." But the, everyone knows the game's sold out. Doesn't matter, the game's sold out. Tell us how many are in the ground. Tell us what the attendance is. But this is part of the smokescreen that we are a success. We're doing great. Yeah, we're, we're doing, doing great. great. We're living in a false we're, doing, yeah. we're not doing great. Yeah. We keep coming fourth every year well, and we're getting doing knocked great out. financially. We're doing great. The business model is faultless. And yeah. we have got a genius of a manager who manages to find kids and get them to gel together well enough 
to compete until the point where the pressure's really on and of course they don't have the experience to cope, right? But we're still better than every other club in the league who would love to be us, like Tottenham and Liverpool and Aston Villa and Everton and all the other teams. Everyone else. Everybody else. Everybody else except the teams. Chelsea Man City have spent an absolute fortune and Manchester United are the only club who've got a manager who can match ours. They're the only ones who are above us. And Man City aren't even there yet. I'm anticipating they'll beat Stoke on Wednesday, but hopefully they won't. Come on, Stoke. I've always loved Stoke. <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but the galling thing is... And they love you as well. Oh, they love the me. Oh, that's that's the oh, yeah. It's a new they love affair. I've never there. had so many messages from away fans <laughs> prior to a game. People getting in touch I haven't heard from for oh, a year. A year now. Yeah, strangely. They all love what I state, said about that. By my honesty. <laughs> And Did, my loyalty to my team, and very few of them threaten me with violence. But the, but the galling thing is, it's been it's well, in Arsenal's means to go out and uh, and we could have won something this season. We have got the money to spend, and we don't mean fifty million on this player Do or that we? player. We need we've he could have bought two or three players, and he would have won something. If, if we didn't have the money, fair play. But we have got the money now, and that's what's well. Here's the thing. Us. Here's the thing. First 10, 15 games of next season are crucial because if they do not go well, I can see a proper groundswell of Wenger out yeah. type chance because this next season because at least if we start well we can have that sort of mad belief that oh yeah this is the season obviously it'll go wrong in March or April but if it doesn't start well I think he's under serious the, pressure the anger's, the anger's with the upstairs though and this is what's odd about well, it well it's not just with the one upstairs one of the songs We've was seen... check but out or sat the board check but out or sat the board There's an anger, the anger's with the people don't, don't want to turn on us and they believe it there's still enough belief in Arsene Wenger and there's this odd little thing going on when they're a year or two ago and he was saying oh, I haven't got the money you know we, we can't spend this money on that money on players and the, the board are saying actually he's got a fortune but he won't spend it and then he was annoyed and went back and said don't say that things no. like that to the press you make me look a mug you know? yeah. so I, the, the fans were supporting they just want to see decent investment certainly in a quality mm. striker which we desperately need but if you're spending six million pounds on Sebastian Scalacci that's a catastrophic well, that, signing you know yeah. that's lost us ten points this season lost us the Newcastle game when we were 4-0 up and that he came on blew it he certainly blew it on Sunday he's done it a few times this season we lost seven out of eight games or something that he's played in he started in I mean I'll There's money. Him. He spent money there. I he know. spent six million quid there. But if Wenger goes, it'll be his own fault because he could have addressed these issues and he hasn't. And if he doesn't do it next season, when well, man, I want him out. Ooh. If he is plainly, we know what needs to be done. He's got to do it. And if he doesn't, then that's it. He has to sign. He must must sign a quality centre half, a top and quality, quality centre forward who can organise a back four as well as head a ball and kick a ball. And incidentally, Darren Bent looked like a proper forward on uh, on what on was, Sunday. We, why why were we? Is this the way to deal with Darren Bent? Ignore him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy Stand is, away this guy is lethal. Both yeah. on side. He's lethal. Both on side, yeah, perfectly yeah. time runs. But Scrilacci played him on one and Sanya played him on the other. Sanya's a dopey they're gig. Not, they're not I know people love Sanya. I'd, Sanya's I'd a, keep Sanya. I know I'd keep that, Sanya. but he, he does not communicate with the rest of the side. Well, He's he not needs an organiser. No, but you know what? You're stepping forward with your arm up. You're too experienced for that. A decent centre-half would organise that uh, that defence. Well, he's obviously got no respect for Squilarchi then, has he? Or Squilarchi well, just doesn't who has? speak. Who has? I mean, it's a farce, this guy. It's absolutely farce. He's never the Darren Bates is 10 yards around him. He's standing in a... I mean, you could have... Well, yeah. never won the day. header. Look was... at this area with Darren Bent in it. It was virtually the entire <laughs> half of the field. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's when he went up for the header. It's when he went up for the header and uh, Bent beat him again. And he went... In the uh, Alan just 
looked at me and went, that is pathetic. It and I thought, it was rubbish. You're a centre-half. Vermaelen didn't lose many headers, did he? Vermeulen and it was his first game back and he looked like a, he looked like he was right on it. He, was, he had a first shot as well. Vermeulen. But if we well, knew Vermaelen was going to be out He did, but you know what? It's going to happen. But we know that Vermaelen's a quality player. So a decent centre-half and a decent centre-forward. Are we going for Scott Parker as well, by the way? Well, I heard do. he was going to I would welcome him with open arms. I, there's talk, the talk is that he's going to Spurs. Yeah. Oh, great. That cheers me up knowing. Well, he's 30. He's not the end of the world. You know. Well, we'll wait till he's 32 and pass it. Then we we'll need, sign we him. Need to, uh, I would like another midfield player, but we have got a lot of midfield players. Yeah. The worry is that... We might lose a few, though. Whether they're going to develop. Oh. Well, it's it's look, you're looking at the three at the weekend... And and whether we keep Sesk or not, I don't know. If we sell Sesk, then we have to. Oh, one. we know Sesk. Well, we've got go, some money then. We've it. got some money if he goes. We know. We but beat we May thought... night. We beat May night without Sesk. Well, that's the so problem. we know we can play. When we sold Eddie Boyle and Colo Tour, he thought, "Oh, we've got some cash now," and he has. He's he sat on it. Didn't spend it at all. And is David Dean coming back? By the way, because oh, I heard because oh, somebody God said to don't. me, "Oh, let's get David Dean back because Arsenal ain't won anything since he's been away, and he seems to take the pressure off Arsenal in a way that other people mm. don't." You know, and he's screwed by Cronker taking the club over there. Oh, he put all his eggs in the Uspinov's basket, didn't he? And then Danny Fisman, with his dying act, kept Dean out of the club. The last They fell out years ago. Is that one of the big... And they fell out, didn't they? And and they all fell out over the stadium. Hmm. Dean wanted to go to Wembley. He thought, if we go and spend all this money in this stadium, we're never going to win anything. We're going to have to... We don't like it, but we're going to have to go and play at Wembley Stadium. It'll be much cheaper. It's a fantastic place. It's 90,000 when we play Man United and Tottenham in these big games. There might even be 90,000 every week for winning the league. And we can have spend all the money that we're making on players. Why would we waste it on that? Now, my view is I'm glad they stayed in yeah, this. I wouldn't have wanted to go. Yeah. I hate Wembley. Wembley. Yeah, we all do. But it would be different it. if it was our stadium. But you, you get the argument. But my understanding is, and I don't know anything about it, and I haven't spoken to any of the parties involved. This is all hearsay. But my understanding is they they fell out. <laughs> Did the bloke in the pub tell the bloke, they, <laughs> they fell bloke. out. Yeah, yeah. Fisman and Dean fell out. Hillwood and Dean fell out. And they, they wanted to keep the club in Islington and they wanted to build a new stadium and when this idea came up of putting it at Ashburton Grove they all went for it and it's cost an arm and a leg and only because of Arsenal's genius have we been actually been able to pay for it in the time we have. Oh, that, yeah. that could have put us in debt for 20 years. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's the fact that he's kept us in the top four for whatever it is now 15 years in a row or something which is unheard of in the history of Arsenal Football Club by the way. <laughs> That we've been out and people from. are moaning, and so at the end of this great run of fifteen years, keeping us in the top four, people there's only ten thousand people left for the lap of appreciation. <clears> of yeah, but it's it. balanced out because we knew where the problems are. Nobody's saying go out and spend one hundred and twenty million on players. Just a few, Bob, to get the decent. It's not just a few, Bob, though, is it? It's, it's not just a thing. Now, this is not the yeah. first time he's bought a duff centre. Stepanovs is another one. Stepanovs. Yeah. Seagan. Senderos. Silvestro. Well, Senderos. I'm missing Senderos. I'm looking at Senderos. Senderos thinking, I know he cocked up at Anfield in 2008. I know Drogba really humiliated him a few times, but Drogba was unplayable at yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I know he had, and I know we were frustrated by him, but holy smoke, he's better than Silvestro and Scolacci. Together. As a, as a, <laughs> you know, as a reserve yeah, centre-back. I agree. And we've spent, I don't know, £15 million on these players, and, and that could have been spent you're on a decent looking at and you're going, yeah, he's not bad, he's not bad. I'm thinking, well, he's not bad, but Senderos isn't bad. And it's mm. taken him five years to sort the goalkeeper thing out, and even then we're well, not I don't even know if he has. Well, that's what it I out. mean. So, so you know what? Arson has to take his share of the blame for oh, this. Absolutely. I mean, he definitely does, and he's shown too much faith in some of these players when he shouldn't have done. And Daniel, we got so Pat not Morris now for another he, year. He, he, we want him to be. Rosicki has not turned out to be the player. Bentner. Well, who knows with Bentner in his own mind. Oh. He, I mean, his own mind, he heard cheers when he came Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they love me, they do. But it's, un- it's unfortunate for him that he can't play number nine. 
Yeah, I'd like to see him. Shamak has got an off-the-field issue. Do you think? No one's oh, allowed yeah. to talk about. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you've heard this? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so we can't talk about that. Mm. Is it? <laughs> we can't even talk about the fact that we're not allowed to talk, talk about, about it. it. It's one of those. Super yeah. injunction on Shamak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk I'm about that. I'm gesturing at you oh, yeah, yeah, in okay. such a way. That just because we're a shitty little podcast done by idiots in a back room does not mean that Miss Justice Edie will not be interested in what we have to say. Right, okay. No, that is untrue, of course. Yeah, no, it's Ian you, is can, speaking... I, can I just say I urinated in a Tottenham mug recently? <laughs> I was working around an abode, right? Working around, doing a job. I totally didn't expect this. Open up the cupboard. There is a Spurs mug celebrating their 3-2 win over us. Really? So what could I do other than urinate in it, tip it down a sink, let it air dry, and know that full well he's going to have a cup of coffee and have some Arsenal DNA go down. <laughs> Not a terrible... You know, oh, yes, I'm it's a, a bad thing to I'm do, shocked. but somebody has to make a gesture, stand. Draw a line in the sand. I'll tell you what, sake. I'm not going around night? your house for tea anymore. <laughs> I don't do it to fellow gooners, but if I'm in that Tottenham household... Was it a child's mug? No, an adult. No, an adult. <laughs> Definitely an adult. Was, I mean, it, no. was it a Tommy Tippy? No, nothing. It was Put a, the lid back on. Regular stuck it back in the cupboard. Yeah, just, you know, but they deserve. You know, deserve speaking that. of, uh, speaking of uh, your actions, Keith, um, talk me through your banner at the Villa game. Oh yes, the the hastily prepared banner. Oh, hastily oh, prepared. Get... It looked like it just spent weeks on it. No, I didn't. I would have used gaffer tape or some masking tape. But anyway, I just sprayed third or fourth. Wow. And I, uh, people want to on know, a sheet. Like, on a sheet. One of I said, Linda, we got a bed sheet. We don't need. She said, one under the bed. So I pulled it out, <laughs> down in the garden, pinned it out with some bricks, and then found some heat-resistant red paint and heat-resistant well, red paint. Someone tried to burn it. <laughs> well, you never. No, it's just in the garage. And then I sprayed, you know, third or fourth. Wow! Wow! Did you put exclamation marks? I didn't see that. No, I didn't. I you didn't, didn't have exclamation marks. Run out of wow, room, you know. But anyway, so then I wrapped it around myself, uh, put put my jacket on, and nobody noticed. Nobody <laughs> frisked me, and uh, and then pulled it. You out. had it in a carrier bag. I did when we was going in which down. Which all the ink of the carrier, carrier bag came bag. off in your hand. Oh, my hands were all black. You know, that's <laughs> people black in the hand, black people hand, felt uh, on the black march. You know, they thought, oh, look at that. That made you look shifty. Yeah. Frankly, your banner looked like something that you'd see when they all go on the roof at Strangeways to protest. Well, yeah, there was that element. It looked it. like it had been cobbled together by yeah. desperate prisoners. But apparently now, some because uh, I left it with some fans, they've grabbed left it, it there, and it's it? now like the cheering shroud. He held them. it up and he invited fans <laughs> to pass it over their heads right. as if it was going to go across the this stadium. Is the end of the game. Like right? one of those giant banners yeah. you see in Italy. Right. Except it was a six-by-four bed sheet as used by his lodger. Still had like the semen stains on it. <laughs> it clearly hadn't been... It looked soiled. It like did. he'd had a bad case of the dough oh, on it no, and you couldn't wait bad. to get rid of it. A dirty old sheet with some spray paint <laughs> on it. And he didn't know if we were going to finish third or fourth. He wanted to put third again. Wow. And yeah. then he thought, oh, but we might finish fourth. Yeah. So he put third... third or fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically now, accurate, I think. And now it's been worshipped somewhere. I believe it? so. Yeah. Taken away, yeah. yeah. In a glass case in the. Uh, it's got Louvre. a shrine. If you shine a light for it, there's an image of Keith going choke on your caviar <laughs> on it. God, Alan, I mean, you're still angry at the effort these players put in. They're pathetic. I mean, I had relatives who died at the Alamo, for Christ's sake. They didn't <laughs> turn towel and face in 6,000 Mexicans, did they? <clears throat> Our lot. Tip up, <laughs> two nil down after fifteen minutes. Can't put a are these Mexicans like uh, are they Carlos Vela Mexicans or the Javier Hernandez? Ah, uh, oh, who was the guy uh, who was actually round the Alamo at that time? David Crockett. No, yeah, David. No, he was in the Alamo. He yeah. wasn't on the outside. Steve Bowles. Uh, <laughs> 
My relative was Jocko Robinson. Are you not making that up? No, I'm not. Have His you ever seen the John? The Wa- have you seen Stop the John it. Wayne film? Why right, and they get the blue. So no, this one's true. <laughs> right in the John Wayne. How's this? Where's this what come you, from? What you had a relative at the Alamo? I did. Hang on, wasn't it Americans? <laughs> yes. Right. Well, I can have an American branch, can't I? An American branch. Of the yeah. Dovers. Of the Dovers. Anyway, franchise. Yeah. Anyway, they had a chance to leave and he said, look, I'm going to have to go. And your relative is going, stand, stand. Well, it was his, his wife, Blind Nell, because she didn't have any kinfolk Here we at go. all. Right? So she said, no, Jocko, you've got to stay. And he stayed. You know, the fucker stayed. And he died out there facing Mexicans. But Did he have a banner? Probably did. Come on, if you're hard enough. But this is just—it's not. I'll say false. Uh, You would—you would not say that to my aunt Jeannie, who's a daughter of the Texican Republic. I tell you what, you say Texican. Is that the petrol station? Well, that's how they say it. She, honestly, you'd go, don't hit the face. If she was here, she'd just, <laughs> she'd just tear into you, you know. Not the face. You'd only get parts from Doctor Who as some kind of freak. But anyway, that's, you know, let's draw a line under that. Now. It brings back that. painful let's, memories. Let's do but um, I've, anyway. I've got some suggestions. I'm after more suggestions. <laughs> what? Uh, well, people are looking, people are upset about the, the price rises for season tickets. Likewise. And uh, they, they're some quite sensible suggestions, you know, about can we stagger payments over the season. Mm. I, I would look, at, I like money back options, you know, for Depending example. Depending on performance. Well, if a buoy comes on, you, <laughs> oh, get, tenor. you get 50 quid back. <laughs> 50. If, ching, if it starts, yeah. get, everyone gets 50 quid. Well, right. somebody in the boardroom going, Arson, do you really need a buoy on the pitch? It's going to cost us. If our moon here starts, <laughs> refund. Full refund. Full refund. Full yeah. refund. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone just gets their money back. Yeah. And a free gift <laughs> of some description. Sort of like goalkeeping gloves. Morris Dunn's yeah. CD is what I've written here. <laughs> it's sort of like an in play betting thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. it comes on or comes on, you go scores, you know. I think yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah, it's options for money back. Uh, you know, on the other hand, yeah. you could say it goes the other way. If we buy forward and Theo Walcott scores a hat trick, yeah. you know, we all have to pay an extra 50 quid. Oh, would you take that sure. chance? <laughs> depends who we're I'd playing. Is it weight? It depends on who we're your playing. Your money's safe. Your money's yeah. safe. are going down. <laughs> yeah, but Norwich are coming up. Oh, Shavin playing a full ninety minutes and getting breaking a sweat. That would. Uh, that's who's tries. your uh, Who's your top five to leave? Who do you think will definitely leave Arsenal this summer? Ah, uh, definitely leave. I, I think our Shavin will go because he's he's gone as mad as a box of frogs. Danielson, Rizicki, and uh, Diaby. They should go. And Abui definitely. And, and what about Amunia? That's six. Yeah, it's six. Yeah. So how much can we pay clubs to take them? I'd keep. I'd keep the Arby. You'd keep the Arby. Really? You yeah. want to persist mm, one for no. another year? I'm going to give him another year because I'd like to. I would love to see. He's going to get a testimony a where he where that. he isn't injured all the time. If he goes another season mm. and misses half of it through injury, you're starting to think this is this guy's not worth the wait. Mm. But I reckon if he had a run in the team in a full season, he'd be a terrific midfield player. How old is he, Diaby? 38. 90. <laughs> Harvey. 20-something. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. He's young. Maybe another year, but the rest of them I'd agree. Yeah. I'd get rid of Rosicki uh, and... Uh, Rosicki's probably had it. Danielson. But um, yeah. what would Bowie. we do? Then bring back some of our loan players and give them a chance? Definitely. Why not? Why not? On the subject of loan players, Kyle Bartley. Have you mm. seen Kyle Bartley's For tackle Rangers. on Scott Brown? No. Google it. Is it a proper tackle? Go on YouTube. Yeah. You'll laugh your head off. Okay. Scott Brown, you know the Celtic guy, shaven head, 
snarling around, they quite muscular, like kicking lumps out of people. Yeah. Lovely fella. He's running through them. Quite a talented midfielder, though. Plays for Scotland. He's running through the midfield, and Bartley comes across, and it's you know that one that Carl Henry did against Wigan. Oh yeah, it's like that. Mm. Yeah, wipes him out. Wipes him out. I mean, it really is a shocker of a tackle. Right. He's gone for the ball. Sent Nowhere off. near it. Sent off. No yellow. No, not oh, in, in Scottish old football. Firm. It's Scottish <laughs> football. Well, yeah. It stays on the field. In pitch. any other game, he'd have been arrested. <laughs> by, the t- by the time he's been booked, as, as Scott Brown only just landed then yeah. when the yellow card went up, <laughs> he's kicked him so high in the air. Then he gets up. Scott Brown gets up and he's lay. He's pulling one of them fecal laughs. Doing the fecal laugh. Didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. And Bartley's doing a fake laugh, and that's how they operate. All right. And then oh. someone sent a bullet to Lennon. Oh, no, it all went off afterwards. Uh, McAllister done the uh, fake laugh when they got away with that penalty, didn't he? He knew it was a penalty, didn't he? he it just, was a penalty. Yeah. Although Ramsey McAllister didn't really weekend. complain, did he? I, I thought He, he couldn't made... tell if Dan had got the ball or not, I think. Well, he didn't, did he? Ramsey, as it turned out. It didn't. When you saw it on the replay, he'd fouled Ramsey. And there was no, a red I, card. I didn't really see why uh, the goal was disallowed either. Little push by Shamak, but much. not much. Not much. And the fact was that Walker, their right back, was beaten in the air. Made the most of it, didn't he? I don't know why. I mean, he really, that was a goal, wasn't it? Yeah. So we probably should have got a draw out of it anyway, but... Yeah, but we shouldn't be too... We shouldn't be too nil down after 15 minutes. Whatever you do, when you go out there, keep an eye on the centre forward. He's very he's clever. Good. Yeah. He's elusive, he's quick, and he's a very good finisher. Don't give him a yard. <clears throat> Sebastian, I want you to stick to him like a limpet, especially mm. early on, right? Because TV's coming back from injury and he might take half an hour to get into the game alright and he's on your Keep side your and he's on, on bent he's on your side no one else in their team can score a goal no okay so just watch out for bent enjoy the game yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, that... is there no one in the dressing room who might give the sort of team thought that I would like to give yes but Alan we don't want to invade his chakra aura you see uh, if we're standing too close to him you know we're invading their personal space you've got to allow for growth I remember talking to Dixon after <laughs> I went to Bradford right in 1999 and I had a drink with Dixon after the game and uh, and we lost that game at Bradford it was horrible Henri scored a miracle goal from 30 yards on a volley, but the, the rest of it was rubbish. Dean Windass Dean kicked, Windass, kicked Nigel right. Winterburn as hard as he could yeah. in the shin. Ooh. Just as hard as he could. I mean, really tried to break his leg. Yeah. And Winterburn just got up and got on with it. Didn't yeah. complain to the ref. No one ran. didn't roll around. He's as far away from Danny Alves as a human being you could get, Nigel Winterburn. And a better defender, by yeah. the way. But it was a horrible game. And afterwards, you know, Dixon was saying, people aren't putting their foot in the way from home. And it was really annoying them. And not putting a foot in. And he talked. He talked about a game, and that wasn't that game. It was another game where Overmars wasn't putting his foot in. And this was in the double season. Well, and, that and was, he, he, he didn't do it a lot. Away from home, he said he tore into them in the dressing room. You've got to put a effing and blind. You've got to put your foot in away from home. You're not doing. And, and Wenger came and told Dixon to shut up. Wow. Shut up. Sit down. He doesn't want any shouting in the dressing room. Yeah, and, uh, that's all very well. Well, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't like that sort of uh, that sort of atmosphere. He doesn't like that. That's no, all very well. Right, he said. Right, he said to me that he wasn't. He, it, Wenger didn't want him in the dressing room because of his character and personality. Well, then that's obviously that's spread to the pitch because they don't talk to him enough. <laughs> I'm not saying there. that, a mate. But uh, listen, they have. They do have, they need to have somebody. When they cross the white line, Wenger can't stop them balling each other out. No, that's what they did. There's a fantastic story of the bloke, the same bloke in the pub, who one of my best ever blokes in the pub. Said he went to Anfield in 1989, right, and he was good mates with Kevin Richardson. So I don't know. He didn't. I didn't. Oh, ask I love this. Right? He's good mates with Kevin Richardson, and he saw him after the game. Right? And he goes, "Does he live abroad, mate?" Ah, maybe yeah. you're piecing it together. And yeah. he says, uh, <laughs> "He said when you went down injured, Kev, I was worried. Then I thought you were. I thought you were hurt. Then he goes, I wasn't injured. He goes, well, what do you mean? Well, you were down getting treatment. I wasn't injured. 
I went down because I wanted to have a talk with everyone because we were knocking it about. We weren't getting any balls in the box and we were going to blow it. We were 1-0 up with whatever it was, five or ten minutes to go at Anfield. We had to get a second goal and we're just passing it about. I said, we are not. I've got them all round. I said, we are not a football team. We are a long ball team. Let's get some balls in the box and put them under pressure. We got them all gathered them all round, Adams and everybody. Then after that, we started hitting it long to Smith a bit more. Made two chances, didn't we? Thomas yeah. missed the first one. Thomas missed the first one. Took us in. There is no one in our side at the moment who's, who's got gonna, that intelligence. Who's going to fake an injury yeah. and then give a team talk? Well, well, that was Bowie would fake the injury, <laughs> but he wouldn't give the team talk. Then, then when they all came over to him, he, he started can't... doing hand puppets. Oh, it hurts! It hurts! <laughs> my leg hurts. Can oh, let me do leg? a dance. Oh, that's a terrible, terrible accent. It's a terrible accent. But it's matter. offensive. Yeah. I, I've offended myself. Yeah, but a Bowie is offensive. As a player, so you know he's gone at Bowie. He who's is gonna, gone. Who's going to buy? But you know when Carragher went he's down in the Liverpool game, they could have had a chat. Then they could have actually had a game of cards and talked out the next fifteen. No, minutes. but you could see there was an injury on uh, on Sunday, and they all stood about. You can see them all standing about separately, yeah. separately. No, it was interesting when we were two 0 down. It was uh, Pat Rice was on his feet. Yeah, oh, Arsenal stayed Arson, sitting. Yeah. Arsenal sat down. And yeah. to me, to me, I mean, this is all going on in my head, right? I don't know what actually happened, but uh, to me, I'm looking at the Frenchman sitting down. And the well, the Northern Irishman yeah. on his feet, the Brit, shall we call him? Pleases some, <laughs> on his feet, shouting and bawling. The traditional English football approach to trouble is to start shouting, encouraging, getting but, people going. And he was shouting. There was one point. It was hilarious. Every tackle, every header, he's shouting. Now jump, challenge that Theo, Theo. We could hear him all the time. Yeah. Theo's so dopey. He doesn't know what to do. Squalachi shouts at Squalachi as the ball's in the air. He's shouting at him to win it. And of course he gets up and loses it in the air to Darren Bent because he hasn't won a header since he joined the club. But he is on his feet, shouting, and he cares. That I hate to say cares. it, I hate to say it, but I watched the cup final on Saturday and Tony Pulis, you could hear him at Wembley oh, the what? whole time making a noise. I, Arson, he maybe needs to be a little bit more vocal. Well, he, he says he doesn't want to distract players. He wants them to be relaxed and enjoy playing football. Yeah, but they're hating him. Have you seen the results in the last, what is it, three months? How relaxed and they enjoy Are they enjoying playing their football? They've had three, was it, seven points out of 21. There's a Blown the league. They're not enjoying it at all. And nor are we, incidentally. Also, what's interesting, I mean, Arson doesn't like shouting. He, doesn't, he wants them to be calm. He wants them to play football in a relaxed way. That's how they play. I understand that. But what's interesting is in the past, you have seen him pulling Pat Rice back, putting mm. his arm across when Pat Rice is jumping up, saying, no, no, no. But this time, he just let him get on with it. And he stood there for 20 minutes shouting at everyone. There are people around us saying we should re- replace Pat Rice, get a new number two in. I understand why people feel like maybe a defensive coach, someone organised set pieces, there may be a problem. I don't know if there is or not. But I don't think we need to get rid of Pat Rice. I think Pat Rice is an excellent person mm. to have in the dressing room. No, but the fact is, I think it would have a lot more impact if in the middle of that Blackburn or Sunderland game, when we still had a chance to league, Arsenal had jumped up mm. and screamed at them. They'd have looked round and gone, oh shit, we've upset the but boss. But we need more. Why can't we have t- t- uh, Steve Bowen up there as well? Why can't we have Lehman on the bench as well, shouting and hollering and let the ma- manager sit down? Like He's so used do. to seeing Arsenal pirouetting and going down on his haunches and holding his Tearing face. bits of bits off the water throwing bottle. Water it's around. like OCD. It's terrible. They don't even want to look over there. At no, the bench. He should have. The only right time there. he went mental is actually when they made the sixty thousand attendance a, 
announcement, oh. didn't he? He actually oh, finger jumped up with going, Why are you making this announcement? He hates announcements, that puts him off. He doesn't well, want anyone from anything putting him off. Yeah. It was a bit ridiculous when we were all booing that 60,000 announcement while the bloke's going, Thank you for your support. Oh, yeah, and then year. they put up on the screen, and 1.8 million people have attended this thing. Yeah. They have not. No, they haven't. No, they have not. not. <laughs> there was 50,000 in there if you're lucky. Yeah. You know? And 10,000 by the end. Anyway, can I just uh, thank the people who've been voting for us on the EPL Awards and uh, special shout to Ben Cole and uh, Johnny Abui Shepherd. Um, just wanted to say that and keep voting, but not twice. They'll disqualify us. Oh, will they? Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've voted about nine times. Oh, well, there we go. Then that's it. That gets. I voted for myself twice. <laughs> Is that wrong? Yeah, they can check. No, I, like, I like the EPL Talk Awards uh, voting system. <laughs> Isn't that we are we are romping away with best yes, podcast? But let's we not you nice know, let's not get complacent. It just goes to show no. that nobody else is voting on it. But yeah, this, but is like, like, this is like March for Arsenal season, isn't like it? This is, at this point, it could all fall apart. Yeah. Some bloke in America who runs a website, yeah. Yeah. who didn't even know we were. No, until but our fans got on on his case and got us up there, mate. And yeah. that's, so we should have thanked them for that. So Free you can still, uh, Keith Dover at the moment is uh, in the league. There's a website called EPL Talk. Is that what it is? Something yeah, like that, yeah. Anyway, it's, a, it's about the Premier League, and um, there's, they have awards, and there's a best podcast pundit, <laughs> and uh, there's a few serious contenders, Patrick for example, Barclay. Patrick Barkley, yeah, yeah, very respected journalists, and other couple of people from the Guardian who write about football. Yeah, you know, people serious who, people who, who do know this, about... they do this for a living, <laughs> but running away <laughs> with it, <laughs> running away with the best podcast pundit is El Presidente himself, Keith Dover. So do go Almost log on to the their vote. site. Almost and, half um, the vote at the moment. I insist that if you haven't voted, vote. I also insist that if you haven't donated to Tyre Papula's uh, marathon fund. Yeah. You freeloading bastard. <laughs> He's still on about three and a half grand, you scum. Uh, so do stick a fiver in that pot. Oh, and what was he eating Saturday? We've got to mention these food. Oh, yeah, so I had, a, had oh. some sort of a pie with a pink sauce on it after the match. Pink potato, pink potato salad. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, a beetroot yeah. in it. He had a pink dinner. Looked like a main, st- uh, was it, a main meal and a dessert all thrown in the same it plate. Made, it? it made edamame beans look like a hot dog. <laughs> We've got a photo of it. We can post it. Yeah, we should post it on. on. Yeah. Any thoughts? A couple of things I've got written down here. Any thoughts on um, Charlie Adam taking out Gareth Bale? No. <laughs> Good. Look nasty. It looked nasty. You know what? I, I'm not sure he did it on purpose, but he's not that sort of player, is he? That's the sort of player. Well, what about the cup final? Anyone oh, watch it? Did you? Watch? No, I hope Gareth Bale's right. Go on. Yeah. The cup final. Yeah. Well, was it marvellous? eh all <laughs> Manchini looking lovely, suave. Stoke didn't turn Cutest up. Did they? Chippo. <laughs> I mean, Stoke. I was still. I'm still smarting <laughs> from the. <laughs> Absolute humiliation dished out to our club at the Britannia Stadium the week before. And I can barely oh, yeah. look at Stoke. Hey, when we're knocking it around and their fans are going boring, 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 they're laying into Wenger, they're ripping the piss out of us. They, didn't, they made one foul in the match. Yeah, we made more than that. While yeah. we were kicking people and couldn't get our act together. Mm. It was pathetic. absolute abject. I was sitting in my own living room feeling ashamed to be alive mm. and didn't even dare look at Twitter. Well, despite the fact that I've blocked about 14,000 people <laughs> still from the Stoke region. There's more out there. There's still more out there. More. You're inventing new Twitter names so coming again and again. You're not turning on the Stoke City Centre Christmas lights this Christmas. I, might be, I won't be in Stoke at any time Sorry. for the rest of my life. So someone said to him, you go? did you go? Did I go? I'm going to be murdered. Uh, no, I like Man City uh, yeah. because I like the fans. Yeah. And I do like this Poznan thing they're doing. I think it's quite funny. Mm. But in the end, what the bottom line is the Arabs have bought the FA Cup. Yeah. But yeah. if we'd have been playing Sorry. Stoke, we'd have lost against Stoke. At least they had some experience. And they brought on Pat 
And uh, look what he did. Headed the ball away last mi- minute, didn't he? <coughs> and we no might experience. be playing Stoke in the Europa Cup next year. God, yeah. Hey? Oh, Why are we playing Stoke in the Europa Cup? Why do you things like that? Why? Because he's upset me. He's a realist. <laughs> a realist, exactly. Did you see Balotelli say my season has been shit? He live did. on ITV. Live on ITV. Oh. Adrian Charles, well, I hope there's anyone offended by that. Who would apologise? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Hilarious as a highlight of the day. <laughs> he played well, though. He did. I read that he's, but he's had, what, 27 grand's worth of parking fines or something since Does he's been care? in Manchester. Really? He's had his car impounded about 40 times. <laughs> <laughs> just hilarious. buys a new car. It just it it doesn't give a monkey. It doesn't give a monkey. No. Uh, that's it. I think uh, nothing else to say. You're doing next po- week. We're going to do. We're going to do, do awards do, next do, week. Uh, Player of the season. And season. Cool, that's going to be a tough one. There's it? been some people have nominated yeah. some quite good categories. Who should be celebrate to? Um, <laughs> who would you most like to see in a Tottenham shirt? Quite a good category. Yeah. I missed on one. Just one last thing about Villa. I did miss the community of street drinkers. You know, oh, oh yeah, Martin yeah. O'Neill and old Steve Wolford mm. in the culottes. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the same. Different, was it? You know, Gary McAllister looked like a sort of normal bloke. Mm. Max Wall was on the bench. Oh, they did have Max Wall. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, he was strange weird, little wasn't he? bloke who looked like Max Wall. <laughs> yeah. His bum was sticking out. He had a bald patch on his head. Very quite tight long tracks, at the sides. Tight trousers tucked in at the socks. Balding sort of appearance. And on at one point, one of their players, Rio Coker, I think, came over and he wanted one of those Lucas <laughs> bottles, and he did an elaborate underarm roll he to did. him. He did. Rather like a girl. Mm. <laughs> what about Fulham? We're going to do them next week. No, no. no. I've got no faith in this mob getting a result <laughs> under any circumstances. I can't see us finishing fourth. Yeah, Ugh. that's what I was saying. But you had a go at me. We can yeah. still laugh at Tottenham. Did I? Did I? Why not really? What? You just said I made, made you upset by mentioning the Europa League. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we haven't been in Europa League. We'll qualify for Champions. Why against Bayern Munich or Leon? Leon. We're not playing Bayern Munich or Leon. We'll be seeded. I thought Leon were one of the third place teams in France. That we might. They'll play. be seeded. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no, we won't play. We'll play someone horrible like Panathinaikos or something disaster. Oh, that's like that. a nice, easy game. Or Dynamo Kiev. We'll go through it. I yeah. mean, if we don't go through it, I will say to you, better to be eliminated now if you're not going to get to the final. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. There you go. Bye. See you after the Fulham game. Yeah.